Hello, folks. Welcome to the Whoop Podcast. I'm your host, Will Ahmed, the founder and CEO of Whoop, and we are on a mission to unlock human performance. We build wearable technology that measures sleep and recovery and strain. And more recently, and most importantly, it appears, respiratory rate, which is a very important metric that we're going to talk more about on this podcast. Uh, If you are unfamiliar with Whoop and want to check out our product, you can join the Whoop membership for 15% off using code Will Ahmed. That's W-I-L-L-A-H-M-E-D. Okay, our guest today is Nick Watney. Nick Watney is a professional golfer on the PGA Tour and has been in the news a lot recently because he was the first professional golfer to test positive for COVID-19. And this is close to home because Nick Watney is a WHOOP member. He's been a WHOOP member for close to a year now and monitors his WHOOP statistics daily. And it turns out that Nick Watney was able to identify that he may have COVID-19 from looking at his WHOOP data. We go into great detail talking about that experience he had. Frankly, it's a little surreal talking to him about it for us because it's so wild. Uh, Here's a professional golfer who literally is at the tournament. He tests negative on a Tuesday. And then on Thursday, he wakes up with a 1% recovery. His body's run down. He feels no symptoms plays his round, the next day, he sees on his WHOOP data a huge jump from 14 to 18 on his respiratory rate. And that causes him to say, hey, I should get tested for COVID-19. He goes in, he gets tested, tests positive. He's able to quarantine and he ends up protecting the tour because otherwise he would have been playing all weekend. So we talked to Nick about that experience, uh, what it's been like having COVID-19 Uh, For the last week, he talks a little bit about his Whoop data and super grateful for for Nick sharing sharing this story with us. And in case you missed the news, the PGA Tour procured over a thousand Whoop straps for every PGA Tour player, media member, caddy, staff, essential worker, you name it. Everyone is now on Whoop. I've been here at the Travelers Championship for the past four days, helping onboard everyone. And uh, we have to commend the PGA Tour. They they heard about this story with Nick Watney. They were aware that uh, you know a high percentage of PGA Tour players already wore Whoop, and they're trying to create the safest uh, environment for uh, playing golf. And in a world of COVID nineteen. I've been here. The safety measures have been impressive, frankly. I think they're doing a phenomenal job, and we're here to help. We're here to play a, play a role. I think Whoop can be part of the solution. We're certainly not uh, the whole solution, but we are uh, doing our very best to contribute in this moment. And without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Nick so you can hear his story. Nick, welcome to the Whoop podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's been a wild week for both of us. I think maybe more so you. Um, how are you feeling, first of all? Let's start there. I feel fine. Thank you. Apparently, I got a pretty mild strain or uh, the effects have been been mild. So that's that's good, I guess. And then also just really want to mitigate any risk I am towards anybody else. So, uh, But I feel fine. It's amazing, man. You know, the way that you... Uh, you behaved so responsibly, and uh, you know potentially saved uh, saved a number of players on the tour and other members of of the PGA Tour bubble from getting infected with this virus. So, 
let's go back to last week. Walk through for me uh, the experience that you had of ultimately discovering that that you had COVID nineteen. I flew into uh, we were played at Hilton, Hilton Head last week, and I flew in there on Tuesday morning. Um, went straight to the testing facility, which was offsite. Um, got the test, uh, got the test administered, and waited. It's it's usually about a couple hours, so waited a couple hours for the results. It's kind of like the the guidelines state you can go to the golf course, but they don't want you to go inside and all that, all those things. That's their their guidelines. So waited um, at the where I was staying, kind of checked in there, got settled, got a not detected message back. So went out and practiced as I normally would Tuesday, Wednesday. And then Thursday, I had a, a very early tea time, 6.56. So I wake up three hours before my time just to kind of do a warm up and get get going, um, get my body awake. So I had a three, 3.50 wake up call, wow. um, which is you know not normal, I would say, but or I don't normally wake up in the threes very often. So played that day and practice afterwards and got back to the room and thought, man, I'm a little bit tired, but that should be normal for a 3.50 wake up. You woke up really early. And, and so yeah. just to be clear, right, we're talking about Thursday the 18th. You play the first yeah. round of the tournament. Yeah, that's right. Okay. And also as some context, you've been on Whoop for how long? Since last July. So almost a, almost a year. I've learned a lot, as I think a lot of users do, just on you know, how you operate the best and, and such like that. Well, you you learned a little extra something than than most users. So so talk talk about waking up on on Friday and uh, and what that was like for you. Friday I woke up and felt better, felt better than I did Thursday afternoon. You know, I was I was a bit sluggish Thursday, and and again, I thought it was just because um, I had woken up so early. But woke up feeling feeling okay and um, checked the data and my respiratory rate had gone up from I'm usually in the low 14s to 18, uh, the low 18s. Isn't that amazing? It was. You shared your data with us uh, for this and I'm looking at, and it's like you're under 14 or right around 14 every day for almost a year. I mean, it Mm -hmm. barely moves. And then all of a sudden, you're above 18 and I, it turns out you had done, you'd done some research on respiratory rate and you had read some of the things that we put out about it. Is that correct? Exactly. Yeah. So, um, I look forward to the, the emails and the podcasts just to, just to keep learning, you know, what's the best, uh, how to, how to get the best recovery, how to, um, you know, whether my diet switches, um, different things or, or makes small adjustments here or there and how it, how it affects and, to see that, um, I took a screenshot of it, sent it to my wife, and said uh, before I'd gone in and said this is very alarming. Just because I'd read your your guys' email and um, when you guys had uh, analyzed data from people who had come down with with COVID and then were U- Whoop users, it was kind of a something that jumped out. Just being raised respiratory rate seems pretty consistent with uh, a pretty consistent telltale sign in something that's very there's not much concrete elsewhere, to be honest, as much as I've been diving in and looking at things, it's very difficult. Everything's very vague right now. Obviously, I think we have our best doctors and such trying, but 
but this seems to be kind of a something that can really um, be preventative, hopefully, for from the spread. Like everyone, we're trying to figure this virus out too, and uh, you know, a lot of a lot of Whoop is founded on on science and research and validation and and trying to uncover insights about the human body. And so, in early March, we added COVID nineteen tracking, as as you're aware, and that allowed us to build a, a meaningful data set on what COVID-19 looked like before, during, and after uh, through the lens of WHOOP data. And that's where we started to see a consistent pattern with respiratory rate. And you're referring to some of the podcasts and emails that we put out about elevated respiratory rate. And look, I'm, I mean, I'm glad we put that out because you jumped from a 14 to over an 18 and you knew something's up. So what, what do you do from there? Because it was a Friday, so I don't think you even were supposed to get tested. Right. So I stayed with my caddy uh, last week and thank God he's, he's not, he's been negative. Uh, he's been tested multiple times since and he's come back negative. So that's great. Good to hear that. Yeah. We, uh, we contacted the tour and said, uh, you know, something just maybe I could clear up some things, but I've, there's been reports that I was symptomatic and I, <laughs> I wasn't really symptomatic besides this group data. I mean, I, they took, they put me through a thermal scanner and also took my temperature with a thermometer. Both were, were normal. Um, no cough, no, uh, shortness of like I, my respiratory rate was up, but I didn't wake up, um, panting or anything, or I wouldn't have known if I didn't, hadn't seen the data. So went into the nurse, she kind of went through the checklist of, are you, are you shortness? You have shortness of breath. Are you in fever? No. Do you have cough? No administered the test. And then I spoke with the tour doc and he said, given that you tested negative Tuesday, you don't have these symptoms kind of flashing red. Um, so to speak, you can go warm up because if you, if you don't have it, do you, would you like to play? And I said, I mean, of course I'd like to play. That's, that's why I'm here this is what I do. I, I want to play if I'm, if I can, you know, since I don't have a fever and all these things. So went to the golf course social distance while warming up and got a call about 20 minutes before that said your test came back positive. You need to, you need to go, you need to leave as soon as you can. And, uh, I kind of said to the doctor, like, is this, is this real? Like, I, I can't, I mean, I know that I saw the data, but is this, and he said, yeah, this is real. You need to go. So, um, I left as soon as I could must have been a scary moment for you too, because you're on the site and you're realizing, wow, I, I might be contagious. I got to get out of here. Correct. It was very scary. It switched at that time, especially because I wasn't feeling badly. It's it, it switched to let's stay as far away from people as I can because yeah. it seems like this thing can spread so quickly um, that I just wanted to I just wanted to get out of there and. I um, have a great deal of respect for my peers. I mean, we're, I've been out there for a long time and I, I mean, we're all away from our families and going different places every week and you see the same guys almost every tournament. So totally, um, I definitely wanted to, I just think it's the right thing to do to protect people if you can. And uh, so I need to get out of there right away. And um, the math is, is looking good as far as the people I was in contact with, uh, not that I was physically in contact with them, but being close to them, like the tracing is looking better and better every day that there was no um, spread via 
myself. Look, I, you did an amazing job, man. I mean, you really did because again, you, you took the initiative to say, Hey, something might be up here. I want to get tested again. And I mean, if you hadn't done that, it's just unbelievable to think, you know, you could have played the whole weekend. It, it really is amazing. I mean, I, uh, people have asked me if you had no symptoms, why did you get tested? I mean, I, I, I have to say it's because of the, the whoop data. I mean, I'm, I, when I first checked it, there's so little change um, when, the, when the respiratory rate became available to see daily. There was so little change that I kind of thought, um, well, well, that's, I mean, that's cool, I guess, but I don't, I don't really understand why it's on there. And then to see the the spike like that. So you mean you you're like why are they why is Whoop even showing me respiratory rate? This is so boring, which is <laughs> funny because that's actually why <laughs> that's actually why it was never in the Whoop app. Because I love to say to my team, the more data we collect, the less we should show to a user. If it's not interesting, we shouldn't show it to a user. And all of a sudden, keeping this one statistic boring has become very interesting. You don't Correct. want this thing to change, and so. Anyway, I, I hope we can we can laugh a little bit about this, but it's it is uh, it's really amazing the initiative that you took, Nick. And uh, I've been at the Travelers for the past four days, and uh, and I know that people are very appreciative of just the way you handled the whole situation. And um, and I've I've also gotten to speak with the tour, and I know that they've you know they learned a lot from your experience, which is why Whoop is now being distributed to literally everyone here. I mean, yeah. Players, Caddies, media, broadcast, staff, essential workers, like we're, we're rolling it out everywhere. I think it's uh, super cool. And I'm, I'm pretty sure that I've heard you guys talk about it. But with uh, Kristen, she's talking about and one of her, um, the science of winning was talking about data is, data is power, you know, data being able to collect it and analyze it. And then that's how you improve. And I think it's great for the tour to do that. Um, Obviously, for to mitigate risk is first and foremost at this point, but also people can really learn a lot um, on the back end. Hopefully, you know we can get this figured out sooner rather than later. And but it, it's still obviously very beneficial. When you talk to the tour and you said, "Yeah, you know, I wear a, I wear this thing called a Whoop," and it told me I had an elevated respiratory rate. Were they like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" <laughs> uh, yes, they did. They kind of like. I mean, I have to say it, it's, um, it had, it had a bit of a foothold already. Well, that's true. I mean, of course, I mean, I, I, you know, we've, we've onboarded all the players this week and to be fair, about 60% of the players already were wearing whoop. Right. You know? So, yeah. so whoop has been well known on tour. I just think, I imagine it, it, hearing the story of, of, you know, you identifying that you might have COVID-19 from a wearable is, is sort of this fascinating surprise. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the, it, obviously, there's a unique name. Uh, the Whoop is a unique name, and people were more than <laughs> one were kind of saying, "Like, wait, what? What do you what?" Sergio um, Garcia had a funny uh, had a funny soundbite, I think, for ESPN, where he was like, uh, "Yeah, it was this thing called the Whoop, and uh, <laughs> it's like a COVID nineteen tracker." I was like, "Well, that's not that's not quite the case, but." <laughs> But uh, we, we have been able to identify uh, respiratory rate as an important metric. I've gotten um, multiple calls from, from friends not, not associated with the tour who've gotten it and their friends have gotten it. And I think it's incredible. I think, you know, my wife kind of when we were we've been talking about this multiple times, but is there a silver lining? Is this what can we 
can something good come out of this? Because like, as you said, it was, it was a bit scary. And if, um, if people can learn more and this helps anybody else, then I guess it's a, that's a good thing, obviously. Well, look, it was, it was validating for us to, to see your story because it, it proved to us that this research that we were doing is very real. And, Mm -hmm. uh, and it also shows, I think, the importance right now of measuring respiratory rate. Everyone's trying to figure out what are things that we can do to prevent the spread of COVID-19 or, or identify it earlier. The difference right. between fine figuring out when you're pre-symptomatic versus three days symptomatic. And, and keep in mind, some people are asymptomatic. They never get symptoms, which it sounds like is is somewhat closer to your experience. Right. You know? And what's fascinating, again, just looking at at some of the whoop data that that you you shared with us is ever since Thursday, I mean, you went from having like a 1% recovery, you know, you're, you're 50%, you're in the red again, you know, 20%, 20%. It's um, your body's clearly fighting something, you know, and, and your strain is way down. Normally when when an athlete or an individual goes from having high strain every day to taking completely strain off their body, you may actually see a a recovery jump because Mm -hmm. it's a sign that your body's rested and you're experiencing the opposite of that. You've taken a lot of strain off your body and yet your body is still run down. And so even though you don't feel symptoms, it's amazing to see that the data is reflecting that your body's fighting something. And look, it goes back to a lot of the thesis for, for why WHOOP exists, which is to, to understand the human body. And the bottom line is feelings can be overrated. You know, there's, there's secrets that your body's trying to tell you that you can't feel. And, and that's, uh, you know, so it's a bit surreal for us, honestly. We get the call Saturday night and it's like, we need to put WHOOP on every player on the PGA tour and every person. And, try to help, you know, prevent the spread of COVID-19. It's a little surreal, frankly, that we, we can play a role in this, in this moment. Yeah, I imagine so. Um, you know, as we said, it's, uh, it's weird that, or not weird, maybe weird is the wrong word, but I imagine anyway that WHOOP was created to identify trends and, um, and, and ways that people could improve athletically, uh, maybe first and foremost, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but um, gather this data for, for athletes and then also for other people who are curious, obviously. But now the, the, this turn that we've had in the world, it maybe you know, hasn't happened for a really long time or maybe ever as, in terms of like a, a global pandemic, yeah. your, your device has turned into something even more than what you set out to. So yeah, I, I, can't, I can't even imagine that where you guys are that, and, uh, that's got to be a pretty cool thing. Well, look, you know, the the company's mission is to improve human performance. And I think it's our responsibility to try to identify things around health and performance to go with that. And, you know, uh, if everyone's scared of a virus that's floating around the world, it's our responsibility to do research on that. And we didn't know whether we were going to find anything this obvious. I mean, we've always seen that when people get sick on whoop, things happen to their bodies, right? If you have a flu or a general cold, you know, even COVID-19, and you've seen this, your resting heart rate goes up, your heart rate variability goes down, your sleep quality can be disturbed, you'll get red recoveries on whoop. Like, you, you know, you've gotten a bunch of red recoveries here recently. But what's interesting is that those are nonspecific. 
They're nonspecific indicators, meaning we don't know if you have the general cold or the flu or um, fill in the blank virus, right? Right. What's so powerful about respiratory rate, Nick, is that it's specific to COVID-19. This, this reading seems to be specific uh, to COVID-19. Okay. So all those other nonspecific indicators also are true. But we see with COVID-19 this elevated respiratory rate. And we're not seeing that for people on WHOOP who report being sick. Okay. So if you report being sick on WHOOP, Again, all those the other things change that I just described. Increased resting heart rate, decreased heart rate variability, sleep quality disrupted. But your respiratory rate stays flat. And you can probably find this in your data if you go back in the last nine months or something and maybe you had a little bit of a cold or a sniffle. Like yeah. You'll see that your respiratory rate was still probably at 14. Right. Um, whereas COVID-19, it's, it just jumps off the page the way yours did. Uh, and that's quite powerful. I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a sign that this is one tool. Again, we don't want to overstate our claims here, but this is just one tool, one piece of the puzzle that can help, uh, you know, help identify this virus. And the people that I've spoke to about it, especially, obviously, it's ramped up since all this has kind of happened. But the, my friends who have been asking about it, or people associated with the tour or whatever, I've been saying one thing that in almost a year, call it eleven months, that I've been wearing it, you can't really fool it. I mean. You know, whether um, my kids had a rough night and I slept, uh, you know, four and a half hours or something, my, I don't get a lot of green when that happens, green recoveries. There hasn't been many days when I'm, when it gives me 90 and I feel run down or something. I mean, it's, a, um, it's like an all telling thing uh, in certain ways, obviously, not to overstate, but it's tough to fool this little thing. So. <laughs> Oh. We appreciate that, Nick. We work hard to make sure that you can't fool the whoop. That's, that's, there's a whole data science and research team and, and uh, a real brilliant team uh, that's, that's working on making that, uh, making that a case. What are you saying to your friends when they ask you about the whoop and, and how it helped you identify this? I basically give them the timeline. Played Thursday, had, had a very early wake up, felt a bit tired of run down that afternoon, but didn't think too much of it because I woke up so early and as far as the virus goes, I had tested uh, negative two days before. So I didn't really pay much mind to that. And then when I woke up Friday and saw the, the respiratory rate data, it set off an alarm just because of, I read the emails saying exactly that. that it, and it says on the, uh, in the app, it says, don't expect much change. A significant increase could be. Uh, what's the language could be significant could be meaningful yeah could be meaningful so um so that is i mean i it's really scary to say but that is literally the reason why i did it because i didn't feel badly like in terms of anything you know um i i run down or i didn't feel very run down i didn't feel hot i didn't cough i didn't shortness of breath none of that so that's the reason why i got another test and look, I mean, you took a very responsible action because while this virus may not be scary for you inside you or it's not giving you the same negative effects, you could easily spread it to someone and that person could have a fatal result. And so that's what's so scary about this virus is the idea that for one person, it's like it's not even there. Maybe it's screwing with your whoop data, but it's not even there. <laughs> 
And yeah. for another person, it, it can make you deathly ill. So right. that's why, uh, you know, anyway, we're, that's why we're committed to doing research on this. We think that uh, humanity should just come together to beat this virus. Yes, sir. I agree. And um, it seems like you guys have, have found this trait that people exhibit when they have it, that is something, you know, if you look at the, I don't know who put the, put the list together, but uh, the list of, of symptoms, it's so sporadic from person to person that if there's one common thing that you guys seem to have found, I think it's important to be able to, to monitor it. So great job. Whoop. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Nick. And look, we're, we're fortunate to have you on whoop and uh, we're grateful for you. One, you know, being willing to share this information with us and, and the public at large and, and share your story. And we, we hope that you just continue, uh, you continue getting better and, uh, you know, hopefully you'll be back out on, on the tour not too long. Yeah, I, I really hope so. Um, I'd love to, um, make news not for being the first golfer to get this. Uh, it's been, I don't know, that's not really why, what I want to be known for. So, uh, I would love to get back out and play obviously when, when it's, uh, when it's safe, but, um, I'm looking forward to it. Well, look, I know you want to be making headlines for winning tournaments and not getting sick, but I I will say that I think the way that you handled yourself during this whole thing and sort of the level of responsibility that you took and and now being able to educate people on it, uh, I do think you're making a big difference whether, whether you realize it or not. So thank you for that. Thanks. That's, that's, uh, that's nice of you saying. Thank you. Thank you to Nick for coming on the Whoop podcast. We're wishing him a speedy recovery and hopefully he'll be back out on tour soon. You can find us on social media at Whoop at Will Ahmed. We love to hear feedback on the Whoop podcast. And again, a reminder, you can get 15% off a Whoop membership with code Will Ahmed. Thanks for listening over and out from the Travelers Championship. Stay in the green, folks. Stay in the green, folks.